what's good, good people? It's the young gentleman, it's the real live, and you are tuned in to real talk with real live. I know it's been a while, I know it's been a minute. I get to catch y'all up on what's been going on in my life, man. What you can expect from this, from this, this podcast, man. Yo, man, life has been amazing. So to all the good people, man, all my good listeners, all my faithful listeners, and I appreciate you all, and also I apologize to you all for not, you know, being consistent with my content, you know, being a content curator. I need to be more consistent, you know, so uh, you all will get more content out of me. You will get more special guests out of me. I've been meeting some amazing people, some amazing human beings who have some stories that they need to speak to. You know, some some things that need to get off their chest, so to say. You know, so hey man, it's real talk with real life, and trust me, this is going to be a real nice show, man. But without no further ado, welcome to the penthouse suite. My good people of the penthouse suite, man, what's going on? You heard me. It's your young gentleman, Mr. Real Life, better known as Gentleman Noir, better known as the owner of Elements of Style, you did. Hey, Amen. I'm coming live to y'all from the penthouse, baby. It's been a minute, man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, at this particular time of the day, it is September. And um, I want to say like the what, 13th or the 14th, one of the two. And, you know, we're in the middle of, well, we at the end of a tropical storm. And uh, it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't bad at all. And also, man, shout out to the people, you know, shout out to the people of Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? Our next dope cousins, you feel me? Shout out to the people of Louisiana, man, because I know they really, they really got rock with one. You know what I'm saying? 16 years after Katrina, you feel me? But, uh, yeah, man, um... Today, man, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about something that probably could have been in the gentleman's parlor, but I'm gonna talk my talk right quick. You feel me? So you know, just just bear with me. Um, this one is gonna be more so of a serious dialogue with myself to you all, and it's gonna be about uh, gentlemen and ladies and how they and, and the communication process. Right. Um, a time ago, I was dealing with a young lady, and you know, I told her I was bad for her. Right. And People would say, well, why would you tell somebody you bad for them when, you know, you, you you boast about being, you know, such a great guy and do all this? And it wasn't really about me. It was really about the respect I had for the young lady, right? Now, it was certain things, and I'm not going to disclose what they were, but there were certain things that this woman had uh, told me, you know, about her. And I didn't use it against her, but I also took it. I took heed to it. You know, the lady told me different things, you know, maybe like a trust issue. You know, it was hard trusting people or, you know, um, she, you know, when she, when she's into somebody, she's really into them. 
and me knowing the human that I am, I know from time to time I don't always answer the phone, right? I know from time to time I don't always call, and it don't be always be because I'm busy. It be because sometimes I don't feel like talking. Nothing be wrong, you know. Nothing be wrong physically, mentally, emotionally. Nothing. It's just sometimes I don't be want to talk, you know. If I don't have nothing to talk about, what's the point of me holding the phone, right? So, you know, the lady felt the type of way. You know, she said I didn't put forth no effort, you know. And that's true because I've been told it. Like, you know, dude, you you do a lot of good things, but you don't really put forth no effort. Like, you don't try. Like, after you, you get to a certain status or a certain point, it's like you stop, right? And I, And that's true. <laughs> that's true. Like I, the lady who, the first like two or three ladies that told me, they weren't lying, you know. And I say that because, you know, the lady felt the type of way, and you know she stopped talking to me, or she, you know, she attempted to stop talking to me, or whatever the case may be. And you know, I I I, I chuckled to myself, and I said I said in the back of my head, you know, they always come back. And lo and behold, the lady came back, you know. But I say that because ladies and men, if a person give you an out, take the out. They might be doing you a favor. Right? They might be doing you a favor. So, you know, this is where the premise of this conversation is going to go today. So, like I always say, man... Grab your, grab your, grab your, 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 your crown raw. Grab your, your do say what you say. I got some do say and sweet tea. <laughs> it's a wonderful combination like Kobe and Shaq. You know, grab your Casamigos, grab your wine, you know, roll up us or light up, you feel me? Because we finna have some fun, man. Welcome to the penthouse suite. This is Real Talk with Real Life. You dig. Hey, say my no cow. The hooligans coming. Like, reliable. When they come, do not be surprised because we gonna take your campus by storm. Every HBCU look at it because the hooligans coming. It's K the Hooligans, that is, you heard me. What's up? I let your boy, I'm talking about Relato. So, with today's topic, they always come back, right? Um, The reason why I chose the topic, they always come back, you know, is because it's, it's funny, but, you know, it has a tendency to happen, right? But continuing the conversation, well, the young lady who I dealt with, you know, we had our conversation, and, you know, we spoke about it like grown, mature adults, and, you know, we came to an understanding. Now, ladies, a lot of ladies like to think men ain't this and men ain't that and you know men don't know what they want and men like to play games and everything like that when that's not the case you did like i said it's it's been several women that i've stopped talking to 
not because they are bad individuals or because you know I'm I'm horrible like I said previously, but because when you see something in somebody or you see somebody is at peace, <laughs> sometimes you don't want to disrupt their peace, right? Sometimes a man will respect a woman enough to know what's coming down the line to not put them in a crazy predicament, right? A lot of times if a man say, yo, I'm not ready for a relationship or I just want to be friends or, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, want to do this or that, it's not that they don't know what they want. It's sometimes they don't want to mess you over. Again, if you have an out, Take if a person who you talking to, not the outside world, not your friends, not your family, you know, not your, not the ops, but if it's somebody that you are talking to and they give you an out, take it. Maya Angelou, if a person show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Because I've been in several predicaments where it was best for me to send that lady out her way. Because I knew, in some instances, I knew that the lady wasn't for me. And I knew I wasn't for the lady. Right? Sometimes you got to know that you're not for somebody either. You know, these women like to say, oh, man, these men for the streets and all this. It's not that these men for the streets. Now, some of them are. Some of these men really are really, really, really for the streets. Let's keep it a buck. Right? But today, honesty, as they used to say, honesty is the best policy. Honesty sometimes is the best policy and sometimes, like, honesty is a gift and a curse. Truthfulness is a gift and a curse, right? Everybody wants you to be real until it's time to be real. Everybody want to be grown until it's time to be grown. And I believe I've said that on a podcast before, on an episode before, Right? You say this is what you want, but because you're not used to it, when it's given, you do not know how to act or how to respond because it's new to you and what you're used to, right? I may say something that somebody in the past has said, but they've used it for evil and I'm using it for what it's supposed to be used for. Clarification. (laughs) You feel me? So, a lot of times, I walk into a situation, and I may do something or say something that that causes a lady to, you know, have a flashback of perhaps someone they may have dealt with, you know, a family member that they may have dealt with, someone who necessarily wasn't the most honest or the most trustworthy or didn't have their best interests at heart, and they take that as a red flag. Whereas, sometimes, you should hear a person out. Hear a person out and then base your your uh, next move off of what you got, off the information that you gather. Now, just because you hear certain things or you might catch a trigger, you know, that may say, I, I, I red flag or the other way. Sometimes it's not always like that, you know. Um, if, if, God, if I, if I paid attention to every first red flag I saw, I'd never be, uh, I'd never be in a relationship in my life, right? But because I'm understanding enough and I'm grown enough to actually form an uh, form an ideal about a person after multiple conversations. You know, people like to say, oh, well, I'm not going to go on the, you know, I'm not going to wait till the first date to do this. Or 
you know, I'm like, it's so much, it's so much rhetoric I hear, you know, and, and most of my, a lot of my information come from Clubhouse. Uh, I'm, I'm active on Clubhouse, you know, I, I be on there a lot. I listen to a lot of people. I, I try to do a lot of listening on Clubhouse. And what I hear, man, what I hear just in man to woman, black man to black woman, I mean, again, I say it's tough out here. It's tough. You feel me? Sometimes, man, I wish I can I can introduce my Spotify viewership to some of the rooms that I've been privy to being on Clubhouse. Because you get to learn a lot about people, you know. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm smoking the Old World Toro by uh, uh, AJ Fernandez. This is a wonderful cigar. Real, real smooth, real cool. Kind of earthy, you know. Um, I taste some type of maybe like cedar or earth or something like that. It's something real earthy that I'm tasting, but it tastes wonderful. But and it goes wonderful with this with this beverage that I'm having. But you know, in today's time, there are no in between. Excuse me, as it as it pertains to men and women in uh interpersonal relationships or in communicating. Is either you're extremely having sex or you're extremely in a relationship. There's no courting in that. There's no downtime to having fun. It's just you my boyfriend or you my girlfriend. Oh, you since you're not my boyfriend or my girlfriend, I can't deal with you. It's crazy as hell to me. But these same people say, I want to be friends before I get in a relationship. But you're not acting that way. Now, again, a lot of women, when they get a good, decent, adequate, right man, they like to hold on to that. Because in the black community, and I can't speak for every community, in the black community, it's harder for women to find the man that they want It's hard for women. Women have a smaller pool to pull from than men do. Right? But in that same vein, the competition level is higher for men than women. And as you might say, well, how? Well, now, as a black man, I have to compete with white men. I have to compete with some Asian men who got money. I have to compete with Middle Easterners. And I have to compete with Hispanics. Right? In this in this time in this time frame as well, I also have to deal with women. Both film and stud and bisexual. Now women Women have a smaller number, but they have less to compete against, right? Black women have to deal with white women, sometimes Hispanic, or today trans, trans women, men who have uh, who are transitioning into becoming women, and you have to deal with gay men, right? 
So though the though the pool is smaller, the competition isn't as fierce from the outside world. Now, black black women looking to date black men, the competition amongst black women, it do get a little steep sometimes. You know. But why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this the lead up to why is it that there is such a disconnect in the relationships today? Right? Why is there such disconnect? Why is it either one extreme or another one? Hey, how you doing? I hear that. Everybody fine over here. What about you? We need, we must find a healthy, productive medium to where we can go back to as black people having successful, flourishing relationships and drive down the divorce rate once people get married. Because a lot of people honestly don't get married. They don't want to get married. And for great reason. You feel me? For the longest I said, I was I was almost opposed to a relationship. Because I didn't want to deal with the with the with the with the foolishness. Right? So going back to what I initially said, that lead up was to this. It's gotten so bad that a person has to physically remove themselves from a situation so that there won't be anything negative, any negative backlash in the future. Right? There has to be situations where people say, you know what, I'm going to take myself out of this because I see where it's going. You're not going to remove yourself. So since you're not going to do it, I'm going to be the leader and I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do us both a favor. I am as close to perfect as you go get. But what I won't do is I won't put nobody else in a position to lose. Especially if I win. Because I'm going to win. But if I win, I want you to win as well. Hmm? So with that being said, if a person Give you an out. Please take it. I had a young lady that I don't want to say she threw herself at me, but she really made it obvious that she was interested in me. Hmm? So I told the lady, yo, I don't want to do that with you. I just want to be your friend. And from time to time, there was so, yeah, we, we joke with each other. You know, we've seen little shots to each other and stuff like that. But me personally, in my mind, I'm just thinking about it. We friends. You know, we cool. We just, you know, we just talking, talk, talking our talk, you know. But it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to remove myself from this situation because this lady don't understand the word no. Or she think I'm playing. So I'm going to show you better I can tell you at this point. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you at this point. Because I told you I didn't want to do this with you. 
but you insist on trying. Like I'm, I, I'm gonna change my mind. No, 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 no. It, it ain't that type of party, baby. I'm not even just gonna smash you just randomly like that. No, 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 no. So said all that to say, we must listen to each other. And if you are deemed a friend, stay in the friend. Like they used to say, like your mom used to say, child stay or your grandmother, child stay in child's play. Your friend, stay in a friend's play. It's for a reason. Either I'm going to hurt you or I'm going to hurt you. But you ain't going to get me. Or I know your past and I know what you come from. And I'm not doing that either. Same young lady, my friends used to be like, yo, you need to go in on and just, you know, give it to her one time. Uh, and I said, no, because if I did, she would go crazy and I'd have to kill her. I wasn't playing. I was so serious. Because when you see things, when you see the warning signs or you see the, 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 when you see what's in place and you have the opportunity to turn around, turn. Exit off the freeway, it's construction ahead. You're going to sit in traffic for a while, or you might get into a wreck. So until avoid the headache, just go ahead on a detour. Everybody don't know how to detour. I just happen to know how to detour. I get off. If the ride look like it's unsafe, I'm getting off. You feel me? I'm getting off. So... Over these past few uh, months of my life, over these past few years of my life, easily the past few years of my life, because I've met some, I've met some characters, man. You know, I've learned a lot about myself, and I've, I've learned I have a lot of restraint. <laughs> Jesus, I've got a lot of restraint. Command, listen, some of these women to make really make you cuss, man. And I'm not trying to cuss every day. I'm a good, upstanding gentleman. I try to respect everybody. I try to put people's uh, uh, concerns above my own because I don't want to hurt nothing. I don't want to stop nothing, you know. But we really have to, we really, really, really have to understand that not everybody is here for us. Hmm? Not everybody is here to date us. Not everybody's here. Hell, people not even here to be our friends. Sometimes, you know, people come along sometimes for a season. And that is okay. These people might have come around for you to learn something from them. These people might have come along for you to uh, see something within yourself. These people might have come along to see something or to help you see something that you can help, you know, the next person that you might encounter. You know, a lot of women like to say, I don't want to build a man up to have him go to another woman and get all the goodness that I had to endure. Whatever was your fault that you endured it. Keep it a buck. That man let you know what he was about. <laughs> he let you know what he was capable of. She let you know that if you look at her the wrong way, she will cut you. But you stayed. And she done bopped you upside your head. With a cast iron skillet. But you knew that she could bop you aside your head with a cast iron skillet, but you stayed because something was good. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a beanie weenie. Right? So, what we must do is, as grown consenting adults, 
we have to play, we have to put, we have to re reevaluate certain things. What do we value? Hmm. What what is it that you know? Do we value looks more than money? Do we value uh, uh, financial stability more than uh, sex drive? Or you know, is sex really a need? Because people love to say it. Girls have needs too. Women have needs too. Do you really need that, or do you want it? Because women today can get a pingaline from anywhere. Let's keep it a buck. These women are beautiful today. These women getting their bodies redone, getting their faces redone. They get brand new hair. You know, shout out to the lady with the bro. <laughs> that nigga say shout out to the lady with the blonde hair. I hate you. If my friend up there, if my friend in the Midwest hit us, I promise you she go scream with the split ends. But uh <laughs> but like we really have to understand. You can get most people base, and again, this is not everyone's. This is off of my observation. Most people base how they like somebody off of the look. A lot of people base the duration of the interpersonal relationship based on the sex. Not what can you do sexually, but how good can you do what you do sexually. And other women base things off of money. Men base it off of looks. Men, men base everything how they deal with, with a woman off looks. Now, what do the man value is something different. What you like and what you value is two different things. That's the question people don't want to ask or people don't think to ask. I was in a room on Clubhouse the other day and they were talking about what do men like more or what do men get, uh, what are men more attracted to, money or looks? And all the men were saying, inner beauty, inner beauty, inner beauty. My thing was, are you asking about what I like or what, what I attract? Or are you asking me what I value? Because they are not the same. Just because I like a woman with a big butt don't mean I value a woman with a big butt over a woman who has a college education. Because personally, I much rather a woman that got some sense in her mind. You can have a huge butt and be ditzy as hell. You can have no booty, but you can be extremely educated and the intellectual level is at its its all-time high, which is what I love. I love being able to communicate and speak and articulate dialogue, you know, with with, 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 with women, you know, but what do you value? What do we value the most? What do we place above everything? Because everything has a value. This automobile look good, but it's not valued as high. There is a difference. Everybody like to say, women nine days like to say, I know my worth, I know my worth, I know my worth. What is your value? How high are you value? What are you worth? Give me an example. I told, I told my ex, I said, man, I treated you like a private room at Del Frisco, $100 steak, $25 lobster mac and cheese, $25 uh, asparagus a la carte, porting this car passing by I'm outside in the rain looking at this storm pass over, even though it's not stormy. 
you know, and a thousand dollar bottle of uh, aged wine. And she was like, dang, right? I said that because I understand, I understood her worth and her value. She was valuable to me. She wasn't the best looking woman. No. She was not the best looking woman. She wasn't the most educated. But her as a her is what I valued. You feel me? So, after we get beyond that, this is what's going to help take relationships over the top. Because when you value something, you, 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 you work for it. When you value something, you put all your eggs in the basket. You put all your time and energy, as everybody like to say, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into, you know, something that you value. Again, I got to go back to the analogy I used to always use. Men love their automobiles. They buy a car that's older. They buy an older year model car. They fix that thing up. They work on the motor. They work on the brain. They work on the battery, they work on the heart, and then they fix the body. They work on the appearance. And then they work on the appearance inside and out. The interior, under the hood, everything. Right? So, if a man do that, what is that man going to do? He's going to wash that car every weekend, every day maybe. He's going to make sure that all is changed. He gonna make sure the battery is running right. He gonna make sure <laughs> the engine is clean, the engine is running right, you know? So if a man can value his car like that, women will say, well, why can't he value me like that? Well, also that car was a work in progress. Hmm? But we talking about most of you women today are not 1998 Buick LeSables. Most of the women today are not Grand Marquis. Most of the women today, and I'm not talking about no other women, but black women, because I don't want to deal with. Shout out Tish, I love you, baby. Don't one of the only white women I'd even consider dating. Right? These women today are not those automobiles. They're not fixer uppers. Most of these women today are Mercedes Benz, BMW, IA, Teslas, you feel me? Uh, 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 Porsches, Maserati. These women are high dollar exotic automobiles. And some of the ones that, and some of the women that are Rolls Royces and Bentleys, they're not even celebrities. If you really want to be honest, it's women out here. Two doctoral degrees, three master's degrees, two bachelor's degrees. I'll sit on the board over here in the political world over there. Own business over here. CEOs over there, CFOs, COOs. Like these women are package deals. I mean, on complete packages. But a lot, some men, not all, not all, 
some men look for fixer uppers because they value and they feel that they can afford the fixer upper more than they can afford the Bentley. That was a word. That was a word. Ha! Now let's not get it twisted now. Women find fixer uppers too. So they call them build the man today. Or the low budget women are finding a higher budget in men and bring it down the value. They bring it down the property value. Same thing for women. The difference between men and women is men know how to jump out. Women always trying to continue to fix it up. Some cars are some cars are lemons. You can't fix them. Damn, that's another word. I'm dropping gems today. Tell I ain't been in a penthouse suite in a minute, man. But that's just what it is. You heard me. So you can either buy outside of your price range and pray that you get the money to pay for it. You can buy in your price range and possibly regret buying that car. Very, very nice automobile. You can lease a car and pay a lesser price, but you're going to have to give it back in three years, which is a waste of time, in a way. I mean, it looks good. You know, a lot of people got a, a lot of a lot of these humans are leased to own. But they end up not owning them. They end up giving the car back to the uh, dealership and starting all over again. Right? Or you can wait until you have the money to get to the tier that you want. If you want a Hyundai Sonata 2022, but you can only afford a Hyundai Sonata 2020. Instead of getting that Hyundai Sonata 2020, you might say, I'm going to wait, get my money right. And instead of getting this 2022 in September 2021, you might get that same car January 2021. And everything that you are looking for will be there. The worth will be there. The value will be there. Everything will be there. And you will be within your bracket and you are getting what you always wanted. Sometimes patience is the virtue. Sometimes we have to wait it out. Sometimes. Sometimes we do have to sit a little bit longer. But see, black people like to say, yeah, I'm like, why I get I, I age well? I get finer, you know, as I sit here longer. That's a bendy thing. It's not bad. Then buying out your means, as my man said on uh, on how you're learning, you buying out your means and wondering why you're still a slave. You're doing things you saw somebody else do, but you don't know why or how they did it. You just know that they did it. I have a friend that so many we so many women try to compare themselves to her. But I'm here to say right now, on the penthouse, we real talk with real life. You could never. Huh, you could never. 
in your wildest dreams compared to that one. Bentley don't Bentley never tries to compare itself to Honda. Ill. Bentley would never. Rolls Royce definitely love will never compare itself to anything beneath it. So why you as a freaking Lamborghini, why are you trying to compare yourself to a uh, to a Toyota? Toyotas are nice automobiles, but they're never compared to a Lamborghini. But if you can afford a Toyota, that Toyota is perfect for you. I had to go, once again, I had to go into this car analogy because people that are listening to this podcast are going to understand the value of these automobiles that I just named. And you will see where I'm going. Because a lot of y'all think that y'all are Range Rovers, but you are Kia Sportage. Some of y'all think y'all all this, but y'all really ain't nothing. But uh, priced receiving with a brown red top. <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole lot of shade. It's a whole lot of shade in this motherfucker. Yeah, 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 it really is. See, I don't, I don't, I don't pop my shit the way y'all pop y'all shit, man. I, I, I make you feel it because the world will never know who I'm talking about, but the ones who know, they know, and they saying, "Ooh, any." Man, my young, my, 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 my one. She a bad girl. Y'all not going to play with her. I deal with nothing for the most part. The lowest level woman I deal with today would be a Mercedes Benz E-Class. Because, see, never ever should you get it twisted. I am Mr. Real Life. You heard me? And what I will never do, never ever will I do, is live in the penthouse and they come down to the project to find a woman. That'll never happen in your wildest dreams. So just to let you know, yeah, man, you cool and all, but man, take me to the penthouse, you heard me? I don't want to go to Wakanda, I just want to go to the penthouse. I know what my value is. I know what my worth is. I know exactly what I want. I know who I want. Let's never get it misconstrued. I'm never going to level down. But women, women settle way more than men. Women settle way more than a man would ever settle. 
women say all the time, dang, this dude cheating on me my whole our whole relationship. But the one time I go on a date with somebody, he get mad and leave me. Why? Well, he was smart enough to leave. You weren't. You kept bringing him back. You kept allowing him to do that. You kept. <laughs> that's on you. It ain't on that man. That ain't on him. Yeah, is he is he a work? I'm sure. Is he a dummy for doing whatever he did to you? I'm sure. You're the jackass for bringing the lady to come back. Same thing for a man. You know that woman crazy. You know she got drama with her. You know she emotional. You know this. But yet you keep going back because you like the toxicity. Nah, man, you deserve what you get too, sir. <laughs> Let's keep it a book. See, everybody want to be grown. Let's be grown. Let's have this conversation, Jack. Have I ever stayed longer than what I was supposed to? Maybe once. But I tell you what, when I had my next out, I ran. Expeditiously. Sometimes you got to do that, man. Lick your wounds from a distance. When you see a hurricane, when you see a Category 5 hurricane or a super typhoon coming that can wipe your existence away, you don't stay there and say, I'll wait until the last minute because maybe it might turn. No, you get your ass out of there. <laughs> you get your ass out of there and you pray about it from a distance and stay dry and stay clean. You feel me? People don't know when to let go. Let go and let God. If they write for you, they will come back. But people don't know how to let go. Like, no cap, I'm going to probably be talking about this for a while because I hear this so much on Clubhouse, you feel me? Like, the way people deal with each other, I hear so much on Clubhouse. And since, like I keep saying, since none of them dummies going to monetize their foolishness, well, I'm going to do it. Okay, none of y'all tell me nothing because y'all don't, none of y'all know me enough to know that I'm even paying attention to y'all. I'm not recording nothing on Clubhouse. I'm making a mental uh, record because, like I said, huh, I'm going to write the storyline since y'all night. We have to clean this up, man. We have to clean up how we deal with each other. We have to clean up, you know, the importance. We have to value each other, man. We have to value each other. When we value each other, then and only then will the relationship will the will the relationship dynamic between the two ever change. When a person gives you an out, take it. When a person show you who they are, believe them. Their potential goes out the window when you see the red flag. Ladies, screw potential. Screw potential.
coaches in the in the NFL and the NBA and GMs in the NFL and the NBA, they get fired because of a person's potential. And they don't let them go when they need to. Love J.J. Watt. Love J.J. Watt. I'm a, I, was a, I was a Houston Texans fan for 15 years, 16 years. I said Houston should have tra- traded J.J. Watt two years ago. When he first started getting hurt, that's when you should have traded him because that's when he was at his all-time high. But they kept him. Ain't got nothing for him in return. His value plummeted, and your value didn't go anywhere. That's the same thing that goes on with these relationships today. Their plummet, their values plummet, and your value either stay the same or they bring it down with them. Please run away from the potential. Look at the intangibles. Look at the hustle. Look at the drive. Listen, listen to the passion. If they are passionate about this over here and you have nothing, you don't know nothing about it. It's not an indictment against you. Perhaps they just are not the one for you at that moment because their passion is somewhere else. Their attention is somewhere else. And it doesn't always have to be about another woman or another man. But it could just be about maybe somebody might want to give more to their career. Maybe somebody might want to give more to their kids. Maybe somebody might want to give more to their uh, schooling. Some people might want to give more to their church, their job, whatever the case may be. Right? It's okay to be friends with a, a men, for men and women to be friends with each other and do everything platonic. It is very, very, very possible. I know because I'm friends with a lot of women I've never had sex with them. I'm friends with a lot of women. I've never tried them in any way, shape, or form. Do we send little shots at each other? Yes, we do. It's not serious. Do we know more about each other than the people who they deal with? I'm pretty sure. I know some of my female friends body better than the dudes that they deal with do. That don't mean I'm screwing them. Hmm? So, again, I say, when a person gives you an out, take it. Please take it. Save yourself and that person a lot of drama, a lot of heartache, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of drama. Save all it. Take a step back. Rethink. You know, is this the approach I want? Is this the person that I want? Do I really want them? Are they really good for me? We really have to take all that into account. We really do. And you know what? That's about close to my time. I'm not going to keep y'all alone today. You know? I'm not going to keep y'all alone today. I had to do a podcast because I haven't done one in a while. But seriously, man, I hope y'all like this. I hope y'all understand where I'm coming from with this. You know, this should be about 45 minutes. I'm going to add a couple of advertisements in there, of course. You know, because I sponsor my own uh, <laughs> I sponsor my own show. You know. But take take heed, ladies. Listen, I'm a man. Listen to me. <laughs> if I tell you about a man, listen to me. I'm not hating. Oh, no, I don't have nothing wrong with no man. I don't care about you dudes. 
The only cats I care about is my partners, you feel me? And me and my bros, my bros are good. My bros are solid. The rest of you cupcakes, I can't say the same for. But that's none of my business. If the potential is there and the driver is there, by all means, go with it. If the potential is there and nothing else is with it, run. Yo, man, it's Mr. Real Line, man, coming live from the penthouse suite, you heard me? It's been fun. It's been real. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, man, for the next episode, join me in the penthouse suite or the gentleman's parlor. Coming live from Real Line Podcast Network, you dig? For shit show. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Real Talk with Real Live. Within the penthouse suite, there are three shows, Real Talk with Real Live, Gentleman Talk with Gentleman War, and the newest installment that is The Gentleman's Parlor. Feel free to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Clubhouse. We are on Clubhouse. And there's a new show, well, a rather old show, a revamp show, that is Real Live After Dark. It will be coming soon. Be on the lookout for it. Again, thank you all for joining me. Enjoy yourself. I'm glad you came to the penthouse suite. Now, next time when you come back, bring a friend. But make sure when you bring a friend, it's only for the beautiful people only, baby. This is a vibe. This is an experience. This is the penthouse suite. Thank you.